0: Creating wealth and Wellness Podcast. I am Tara Misseldine and I'm joined here by my co-host Amanda Kingsley. We are going to take you on a journey this week where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. And I'm excited to talk about this topic this week as I always am. So before <laughs> I even tell you what it is, let's talk about our gratitudes.
1: Gratitudes. Um, I am going to, I'm about to go on a little shopping spree for houseplants. I used to kill all my houseplants. Like, Like I have like the least green thumb ever, but I've gotten better in recent years. And whenever I do like a go out, buy two or three new houseplants, like it just feels amazing. And so I was, I've been feeling that coming for like a week. So mm. my gratitude is for houseplants. Very. In particular, I'm going to get a snake plant, which I used to have and killed. So yeah. they're one of those. But I, um, I've heard they're really good for the bedroom, so for sure, oh. purification and circulation and improving sleep. So awesome! I'm excited about that.
0: Very cool. I love house plants as well. Um, my gratitude this week is for my ultimate favorite oracle deck. Ooh. And it's called Sacred Rebels. Ooh. And I very, this one connects like straight into my higher wisdom. <laughs> Every time I pull a card, it is like so powerful and resonant. So I'm going to say thank you to that deck.
1: Nice. Love that.
0: Yeah. So everybody, we are going to talk today about Simplicity Mindfulness. And this is a topic that Amanda brought to the table during our yearly planning. Um, ooh. did you hear my chair
1: squeak? <laughs> That's alright. Um, Maybe so- I'll ask for WD forty in my end <laughs> <laughs> of the episode. Yes, or last I- week you talked about your handy husband. Maybe he- yeah. Exactly. Um I did bring simplicity and mindfulness to the table in our yearly meeting, which feels like forever ago. I know, it really does. It's crazy. <laughs> um yeah, but for me what this means, what this this idea means is like continuing to ask, ask ourselves and be aware and conscious of the places in our lives where we're overcomplicating things. Right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where can we just bring it back down to the simple facts or a simple action or a simple reminder? Like, where to just notice when and how and where and with who? Because definitely there are certain people in our lives who make things more complicated than others, (laughs) Um, but just to sort of pay attention like, where can I simplify? where and how can I simplify and it's just like amazing it's it's the simplest work (laughs) and also just so rewarding it releases a lot of overwhelm it releases a lot of weight on your shoulders um a lot of confusion and I just I feel like it's one of the most important things we can do
0: Mm -hmm. I agree yeah and I'm That's coming from a person who, uh, naturally defaults to not being super simple. Mm, Yeah, me too. I tend to collect complexity around me. Yeah. Like a dragon dragon (laughs) board. (laughs) That is a
1: heavy, uh, feeling for me. (laughs) (laughs) It it can be. I guess, um, I guess I said me too, but I don't feel like I attract complexity. I did, I do feel like I, um, i like to have a lot of things going and I like to have a lot of like projects on the table. And I like, so in that sense, um, I don't keep my life very simple because I'm always like looking for more and more and more. Um, but if I really think about it, like I do keep things pretty simple and I do sort of attract a simpler energy. I, I think in general,
0: hmm. um, I, I think the challenge for me is that I'm not very good at a um, el- the, at stopping complications from getting to me you yeah. know and a lot of times it's thanks to other people and not having very clear like what is mine and what is theirs
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and this goes back to our uh, our boundaries conversation yeah you know? yeah like yeah, where, yeah <laughs> exactly how am i led how am i allowing other people to overcomplicate my life
0: right <laughs> and i mean sometimes that can be like you know, my daughter, or my husband, or my oh, yeah. you know, very different. It's not necessarily like people that I don't feel a sense of of duty and love toward. That yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I am in the process of writing a book right now, and just this morning I sat down to do some writing because I'm trying to just get something in every day. And I sat down to write, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> The way you have this whole process is and I haven't done I know nothing about writing a book. Like I haven't done any research. I haven't done any I'm just writing because it's what I like to do and I figure eventually it will come together. But this was the morning. <laughs> this was the morning where I was like, you gotta write yourself an outline and you gotta write all the parts of this book and you gotta plug them into places. Um because what I was doing by just like writing bits and pieces here and there it is way overcomplicating the process of writing a book and this morning, I felt like if I had an outline, this would be so much simpler mm-hmm. but I think it's that way for lots of things that create stress in our life, like if you just take like i don't know like you mentioned parenting or marriageing
0: <laughs> word
1: <laughs> relationshipping um. Let's just say you are in a situation where you're in a particular parenting struggle. Um, If you do just take 30 seconds and write out the facts and pieces and elements of that struggle and sort of simplify it, um, just that act of writing, just that act of going like what's really going on here? It, it simplifies the process so much versus the swirling thoughts and the this leads to this and the what if and the will it ever and the, um, so I do think writing is a really important tool when you're talking about simplifying and bringing things down to their bare bones, mm-hmm. which is where the clarity comes in. You know, the clarity arises through simplicity, not through confusion and
0: complication. This this is the perfect introduction to what first came to mind. And that was weeks ago when we went to your retreat, the why retreat. Um, And so not only does knowing your why or or does knowing my why offer me a sense of simplicity because Mm -hmm. like I'm literally running things through two filters for myself right now when I'm deciding to add or eliminate something from my life. And that Mm -hmm. is does it feed my greater why?
1: Yeah.
0: And does it go toward the goal that I have for this year of nourishment? And those two are so connected for me. Yeah. Um, so it's it, like I can even boil it's it. simple. Down. Yeah. <laughs> I, the only question that I need to ask is Does this nourish my why? Yeah. Period. And oh, if it does, no. great. If it doesn't, great. But one really profound experience that I had, which wasn't super ac- easy actually at the retreat, I had a really hard time. <laughs> I know. When we talked about you know integrating our why into our future goals or a, a goal, we narrowed it down, like we came up with lots of areas that need improvement or that we want improvement in, and then we decided to come up with one goal. And one thing that I found for me was like, I was I had arrived at what I thought was the goal, but then as I tried to break that down into the little components like you're talking about, I realized way too many of the components were in and of themselves, goals with additional components and possibly goals as part of those. So like to go for that, that original goal that came into my mind did feel extremely heavy and way too big because it was like, how, how can you go toward a goal when you have to accomplish other goals to even make that one accessible? Yes. So I like this idea and it, it goes for, I mean, in so many areas of life, not just in goal setting, but very much so in that area. I yeah. think we all set these very lofty goals, but then it can be really like paralyzing and heavy to realize that you know you can't actually even go toward that one without first going toward others and accomplishing those. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we came to a really important foundational one for Tara that was like, "There's no, you're not getting anywhere until you do this thing,"
0: <laughs> and that's the foundation aligned yet. While I was thinking about the other one,
1: yeah, and so. Um, when you do that work of writing it out to look at every single thing and go, can this be broken down? Can this be broken down? Can this be broken down? Mm-hmm. Until you get to that bare bone foundation, like what is the most important thing I need to address right now? And, it, and say it is again, say it is a parenting thing, not necessarily a business goal. Right. Or what is the most important thing I need to start with um, to resolve this conflict or to? figure out this challenge. Um, But yeah, where can this be broken down? Can this be broken down? Where can, where can I make this simpler? But I, I'm really glad you brought up the why because um, it's been coming up a lot for me in the last week in particular, um, noticing people who are super stressed out by their purpose. Like, I know I'm supposed to have a purpose, but I don't know what it is. And, or I know so-and-so talks about a why, but I don't really feel clear on mine. And I denied the work that I do with the why for so long, like years, because it felt too simple. (laughs) And the, when I do the why work, I bring it down to one word. Like I call it your one word why. And just because of what I'd learned in society about like, if it's simple, it's not as good. I denied my own process and sharing it with other people because I was like, well, it's too simple. Right. Well, how's it going to serve anybody if it's that simple? But that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it is that when you, the, the smaller you break it down, the more clear you break it down, the more clarity you get and the bigger and Brighter and more complex you can make your life
0: because you have that foundation that's so clear. Well, then things become so much more accessible. Yeah, it's like the the stepping stones in that Zen garden actually make themselves visible instead of just like how do I get from here to there when all I see is a forest in between. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's very cool. I love working with the Y. So in terms of being um, simple about. So the other more concrete and tangible things in our lives as well, not just goal setting and like our ideas of what we want to accomplish in our lives, but I have found a huge sense of emotional relief every time that I like purge my home or like I organize a junk drawer or I rearrange furniture in a way that feels more, um, more streamlined and simple. Absolutely. So I feel like there's something to be said for that, too. And I know that you're a big fan of feng shui, more educated than I am. But I'm also a fan of working sort of with that energy and um, placement yes. that we surround ourselves with. And and I'm also huge about color. Um, I know that color and sound just affects me so much in my spaces.
1: Yeah.
0: And like even so much as talking about simplicity, mindfulness, like where I have to have silence in the car when I feel like I'm lost. You know? Mm. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Off. I need to figure out where I'm going and mm. when I have all of that sort of chatter and distraction and I think we talked about in a recent episode that I'm I think I'm a very auditory learner and right. like very auditory focused so when I have all of that background noise and I'm trying to do multiple conversations and my head is multitasking on lots of different things that I'm thinking about I feel like I'm the most inefficient and, and cluttered in my brain and I can't yeah. I can't even make sense of my thoughts. And also like my energy gets very stagnant when my space is overwhelming.
1: Absolutely. Um, my favorite resource for feng shui is Jen Heilman. And I just posted in her, um, like her members group, uh, a picture of my office, which I'm in right now. And it was horrendous. Anyone listening? Cause in that group is going to imagine the picture and laugh, um, <laughs> It was so bad, like kids, toys, papers, just insanity. And I said, I'm posting this here for accountability because I need to do this work. And if I post it here, I'm going to be so embarrassed and I'm going to go do the work. And I since have, and I just feel so much better about everything in my life. And this space happens to be in my family, Gua. Mm -hmm. So it's my office In my family gua, family gua is all about like making enough money to like, not the abundance money, not the travel money, not the philanthropy money, but like the money that pays the bills. Yeah. yeah. It feeds your family. Right. And the clearing of this space, oh my goodness, like tangible results in terms of how I feel and how I'm able to like process all the other things in my life because I cleared the space, like,
0: nice.
1: so powerful, and that was super trendy, it still is, really, that whole, like, um, what was that, I never read it, but that book that everyone was so excited about, oh, um, the
0: magic uh, up. yeah, something like that, um, that, yeah, well, we'll put a link if you haven't heard about it, but you probably have the <laughs> Marie Kondo,
1: yes, exactly, um, and I don't, I, again, I haven't read the book, so I don't know how much she goes into feng shui, which maybe is a whole new element, but just that, like, sometimes if you're overwhelmed by parenting or overwhelmed by your marriage or overwhelmed by your business, just clean something. Right, exactly. It doesn't even matter what you clean. Just clean something, and I promise you, you're going to feel better. Like, maybe not in the doing. I was, like, crying and cursing in the process. <laughs> of going through. I was overwhelmed. I was stressed Mm -hmm. out. I was like, this isn't worth it. I feel so much worse than I did leaving the mess in the first place. Yeah. But what's on the other side is so worth it. It doesn't matter if you clean your desk or your car or your kitchen. Um, but that act of just like
0: simplifying your space is so valuable. It really is. Um, Somebody gave me a challenge um, late last year, like towards Thanksgiving. It was like a feng shui challenge of eliminating 29 things or 27 things for nine days. Hmm. And 27 each day, 27 each day, like (gasps) they had to fill it back. And I was like, you know, I definitely have enough stuff around that I don't even want any, like I don't even like. So I figured it would be, he, and it was, and the, the hard part was like stopping at 27 things. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to finish and I'm already at like 50 something things. <laughs> right. I'm doing math. And it did like energetically just like have it, it sort of like created a vacuum. It felt like, and I know that energetically that happens and I'm going to jump into woo here just a tiny bit. Um, Energy likes movement, which is part yeah. of the reason that like feng shui actually works for a lot of people because okay. it emulates things. Um, and that exercise, rather than having things be so stagnant and just sort of like piling up in my home, um, and I don't I'm not like a hoarder or anything, but I'm also not like a museum. Um, I like having lots of beautiful things around, and it's a family home, so we have lots of stuff. And just the the act of like taking things and forcing them out sort of like created a little bit of like energy flow so yeah. that, you know, I felt like I had so much energy after purging, you know, like purging these things. And there was, no, for me, there was no grief in letting any of them go. Like I felt this huge sense of accomplishment and victory. Over, yeah, that's a lot of I, things. I dropped off at Goodwill every single day for nine days. Like it was, it was a huge thing. And then there was so much space. And with space comes yeah. opportunity and with like that flow of what is allowed to come in now that there's room for it. Yeah. You know? I think that's true energetically and physically.
1: I had this conversation with someone recently about sort of just managing um I don't know if managing is the right word, but but working with mental illness, anxiety, depression, um, etc. And does the mental illness create the clutter just the clutter create the mental illness I don't think there really is an answer because it's just both it's just a back-and-forth of both Mm -hmm. Um, and one can be really healing for the other and um, yeah there's so much we don't realize about our either diagnosed illness and I'm not saying (laughs) (laughs) that anxiety and depression don't have a gazillion layers but how are we feeding them through overcomplicating our lives? Right. That's it, right? So, within, so without, right? hmm And how can we bring healing to our mental health through simplifying our physical space? And I think we can do a lot of it, like a lot more than we give credit to as a society.
0: And and I think hopefully everyone can hear that you are saying it's a measure of supporting our well-being. Yes,
1: so it's, it's an really element, a tool
0: to have our wellness. It is not necessarily going to cure whatever <laughs> right is giving you anxiety or depression, mm. but it absolutely 100% helps put you in a supportive environment to do so. Yeah. So, That's I funny. love it. Yeah.
1: Just like imagine imagine having a really stressful work day. The end of the day, you get into your cluttered car. Like Versus, you have a really stressful work day, and at the end of the day, you get into your vacuumed, tidy, um, serene space. like serene space. Like your stress level is going to be completely different, and oh. and that's it's just how it is.
0: <laughs> Being as someone whose weakest point is their vehicle, <laughs> no wonder I keep bringing up the car. My car is always like, you know, I think of the Princess Bride, like, welcome to the pit of despair. <laughs> That's I on my car. Want to vacuum my car so much so that yesterday aria was like in the back and yesterday was a particularly bad case because i was also helping out with a cleaning client and i had a whole bunch of like trash and recycling like piled up in the back so it wasn't even mine all of it yeah oh but aria was like oh mom you have got to clean your car again you're a messy girl me and you we're messy girls we're not like daddy daddy's a cleanie He's like, daddy's car is always clean except for maybe a little bit of grass on the ground. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm like, quiet you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually, I guess that will be my task for today. I'm going to clean out my car. I seriously want to go back to the car to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome.
1: All right. You have an ask today? Um. Let's see. You know, oh shoot, I did have one. Well, we did talk about one which was Oh, that's funny.
0: We both forgot our ask and we talked about it needing to happen.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it was, but maybe this will remind us. Um, But an ask that I have is um, if anyone has show topics they want us to talk about, please send them in because
0: you, you did remind me what it was.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I know this will get there. Um, if you do have show topics, um, oh, I remember too, definitely, um, send them in, send them in so we can talk about what you want to hear about because we're at a point where, um, we can easily do another brainstorm of what to talk about. Um, we have no shortage of that, (laughs) but if we can serve you, we would love to.
0: Yeah. And the, the other ask that we had generated just before we started talking was we were curious um, how you all feel about the length of the show? Like we try to be super respectful for the expectation of being about a 20-minute show, um, so we even set ourselves a timer every week and try to stick to it very, very closely. But we also have the feeling that many times we're just scratching the surface of these conversations, and we wanted to find out from all of you, our dearest listeners, how how you feel about the time frame that we use. Do you want it to be even shorter? And like be more snippets or do you want to have more longer in-depth conversations or do we have a pretty good balance right now so we just want to know what what you think and how you feel about where we're at with the 20-minute shows okay so that that's the other ask and I guess that brings us to a close It does okay well till next time thank you
1: everyone
0: be well and wealthy <laughs>